Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, as always, and tonight's guest is Kristen Toomey, an amazing comedian. And also, riding shotgun is the voice of reason, my friend, Patty Vasquez. Uh, now, I want to give a shout out really quick to my friend Scott Shapiro. Some of you guys have heard about me talking about being a lawyer, but if you actually have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but payment while you are off work. Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for almost 20 years. Contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. The law offices of Scott B. Shapiro are a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs. All consultations, free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait Call him at 312-648-8800 or check out his website at www.scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him Paul sent you. And now for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Easy came and easy went. Mama said this day's like this. Welcome to Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar and riding shotgun as the voice of reason, my friend, Patty Vasquez. Hi, Patty. Hi. Thank you for having me again. Thanks for being here and making sure we're sane and make sense to the the rest of the world. My goal is to now become unreasonable so that you never want to have me back. The voice of reason. (laughs) It's going to be completely unreasonable. Um, Yeah, that's a good way to to get out of it. (laughs) That makes sense. I don't know. I I I wouldn't do that to your guests. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, thanks for being here. But we have a very special guest, an amazing comedian, great friend, and super funny, Kristen Toomey. Hi. Thank Hello. you. That's very nice intro, Paul. Oh. Hi, Patty. Hi, Paul. Hi. And I, I, and it, it's weird because I, at one point, wanted you to be on the show as the voice of reason. I remember I talked to you when I first started the show. Yeah. And it's weird to now have you as a guest because... <laughs> well, that would have been a big error. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we wanted you in the rotation, so yeah. Um, because and, you, you like the voice of reason to be someone who's married. Yeah. So the person and, that that sits with me is someone that's in uh, that's married, and uh, I like to have a female perspective too. Oh. Okay. And so that's why we had you on, or we were gonna, or I approached you. Yeah. But and now your status has changed. Now, <laughs> a year later, yeah, your status has changed. What happened? Oh, geez. Well, I'm separate. That's a loaded <laughs> well, question. Well, I wanted to see Wait, how you were. Lofty goals, Paul. Um, no, no. That, um, I'm separated right now and from a 14-year marriage. And um, so we're working through that. But it's uh, it was a mutual decision, and we're trying to keep everything friendly and positive. And we have two children, so... Um, you know, it's been hard, and the holidays have been hard. Yeah. But does the family? Um, does everybody know? I'm everyone guessing knows. This is one way to let them know is here's this podcast I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how you want to break it. Yeah, no, everyone knows, um, and that was hard too. You know, is everyone being supportive, or do you have family members who are like, don't you think you just work something out? Oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> well, yeah, definite family issues um, have come out of this thing. Uh, with my family, okay. especially. His family is great and supportive, <laughs> you know, as um, they always were and have been and will be. But, uh, yeah, my family is, you know, super fucked up. So it's all 
Were they hoping that you were the successful one that, that was able to maintain a relationship? Is that, or where are they coming from? Who knows, dude? <laughs> I'm not even sure it's Earth at this point. Um, <laughs> there's no evidence. There's, or maybe, yeah, I, I landed here is how it feels at the moment. But, you know, I think I come from a divorced family and um, we were raised to believe that that was the reason for everything that was wrong. And, um, you know, that's not the case. Now, as a 36-year-old woman, I realize that that isn't the case. It's not a divorce that does that. Um, it's like emotional and, and narcissism and emotional abuse and all sorts of things that all of us contributed to. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like I'm purging all of this stuff, you know? And, uh, and the separation is, is part, of, um, part of that. It's like, you know, empowering myself and and li- living the life that I want to live, as opposed to living the life others, including my family, right? Wow, want for me or wanted for themselves, you know? Was there? So you said it's a mutual uh, breakup, mm-hmm. uh, a separation. You've been you've been together for fourteen. You've been married for fourteen years, and I assume you dated before that for some. Just for like three months. Okay, but. <laughs> What? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But so, incredible. But, um, yeah, that's a. We'll get into that. But um, you, did, was it something where you you realized the writing was on the wall? You guys were just not compatible, or did yeah. you guys grow apart, or was it? Well, we started off not in com, not compatible, okay. you know, and um, we were just very different. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with him how he is, and there's nothing wrong with me. But when we were together, I felt like there was something wrong with me. You know, it made me feel because like... Because of the way you felt. Because I felt... Sure. Um, I felt like I was in a situation that everybody else wanted. And so the fact that I was unhappy in that situation made me feel ungrateful and bad and depressed and angry and resentful and... Um, and I would act out and drink too much and just be an asshole. And and it really had very little to do with that? him. Who is that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, someone's, <laughs> is it a date? No, someone's phone. They, they hear me spot. opening up. They're calling <laughs> I that, already. I think it's Matt's phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the random phone in the office of Laugh Factory. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I don't even know what I was saying. I was saying... Um, that you felt like you were in a, the, the emotions that uh, you were feeling in this relationship drove you. Not drove you, but that you didn't feel emotionally safe is what it sounds like. You know? Yeah, yeah, but not because of anything that he did. <laughs> Callers are calling in. <laughs> Maybe it was something he did. I think that's the universe. Every time I try and defend him, they're like, shut up. Stop. Stop. Yeah. You know what? Well, you it felt takes like you were, two to tango, so right. who knows? And you felt like you were lashing out, you know, hurting yourself and maybe doing things that were not helpful to other people. Is that what you... I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah. I, I felt like I was, um, you know, and him and I have talked about this, so it's not a surprise, but, um, you know, we were put in a situation. I got pregnant, okay? And he was 20, I was 21, and uh, we had just started dating. We didn't really know each other. We had nothing really in common we are very different you know he came from ireland um and it was like my 
my family and I feel like his background uh, really influenced us having to get married. Right. Um, culturally, it, it was it seemed like an imperative. Culturally, for him, and um, in a weird way, just sort of so I would be taken care of and safe, and they wouldn't have to deal with this. And you know what I mean? Um, kind of just like you got her now, you know. So. Um, yeah, so then we got married a week after I found out I was pregnant. We went to the courthouse and got married and um, because he was an illegal immigrant at the time. He's a citizen now, so I can speak freely about it for the minute. Until then, um, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until it changes. At the airing or recording of this. Okay. <laughs> As of the airing, there's been any changing to DACA. So, um, yeah, he's... Um, so we wanted to ensure, you know, this is post 9-11, we wanted to ensure that he wouldn't get deported. That right. was also a big part of it, you know. And so we just had a courthouse thing. And um, Did you feel like at the time like it was it was a solution rather than a building? Really, like you kind of, was it very conscious that we're doing this because of these specific reasons? That's how it felt right. to, to me, yeah. That was the... The whole thing I thought right you know um, for a little while I thought like that you know this we're just like getting it on paper and stuff but then Being it was practical about it yeah but yeah. like then it wasn't that way so I um, yeah I was so nervous like when I got married I got sick um, the night we got married and um, I had like the stomach flu and was like puking at his house. It was awful. And I had lived at home with my mom. And so I went back to my mom's because I was sick with the flu, like the stomach flu. Like, right. you know, I'm like shitting, puking. I'm like, oh my God, like this guy has never even seen me <laughs> naked. He had never even seen me fully naked. Right. You know, and like I, so I went to my mom's and I was there for like two weeks. And then finally he was like, are you coming back? And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, because I really want to stay in this country. Definitely. You know, yeah. No, he's like, are you all right? And I was just nervous. I was yeah. a wreck, dude. Sure. I was like, what is going on? But you're so young, too. And I it mean, was so quick. That's a lot to it, be dealing with. Right, at, yeah. At a young age. And P.S. I'm pregnant, you mm-hmm. know? Like, right. that was something that was I was in shock about, too. So, um, yeah. This is very cathartic. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, did it become romantic? I mean, like after getting married, getting through all being sick while you were pregnant, did it become romantic? Yes. Fourteen years is a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we had really good times. You know, like um, there were times, especially towards the end. Weirdly, like it was probably the best it had ever been. And then... Was that because you knew that it was ending, or was it because... I think we just had grown up, and, you know, when you spend that much time with someone, um, it's very... It is, in a lot of ways, unhealthy codependency. But Mm. also, you know, there's a genuine, like, family love. You know, I forget which one of the types of love that is. But... um, I forget the name of it, but it's like, um, 
not a sexual desirable not that we didn't have sex we did but you know he had a a family member you know his dad passed away and understandably that he was going through the grieving stage and um you know it just it it was kind of like it felt like for both of us we talked about his dad picked me out of a crowd, okay? His dad, uh, let me back up. When you met, you mean? When we met, um, we, were at a, we had, were at a bar that I worked at, McNally's Irish Pub, and um, we had kissed a few times. But then he went away, and uh, the phone. Uh, phone. Another phone. They're trying to get Anytime, to us. Yeah, we yeah. hard talking about. I mean, maybe we should be talking yep. about it. Um, no, but the. Uh, he picked you out. Yeah. So him, Eamon and I—that's my husband's name, Eamon—and I had made out a few times, right? But then things got weird, and we didn't talk, and we were shy around each other. Well, then his his father was in for his brother's wedding from Ireland. And we were all at the bar, but I was not with them. I was just there because I worked there. My friends hung out there. And I walked by, and his dad said, that would be a good woman for you right there. Did he, dad know that you guys had already no. made up? Oh, wow. No, That's wild. yeah. That's interesting. And so I think that really, uh, that made an effect on him. Sure. You know? Of course, wouldn't it to anyone? Yeah, right. Someone you already made out with, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm and going to. My dad just picked her out. That like you I'm going to get. I'm going to get her. Yeah, and his dad is his hero, you know. So, um, I think you know that was part of it. And then, um, so his when his dad passed away recently, um. It was like something that had been building, and we always knew that we were, you know, growing apart. We had nothing in common. Right. Nothing, you know. And my daughter, when we told her that we were separating, she was, she's 13. She was like, finally, geez. <laughs> and I was like, what? You know, and she's like, well, three years ago, I asked you what you and and dad have in common and it took you 10 minutes right wow and you mumbled johnny cash and walked <laughs> out the door <laughs> and so for three weird three years she's been waiting for the news i'm sure no come back oh closer. i thought you wanted my gum she got very relaxed she's like i'm just gonna sit back oh she was trying oh, to look sorry. for a place to hide her gum i'm, throw I'm in the trying plant to throw thing. it no one knows. Here, I'll find a piece of put it no, in the planter good. okay so Oh, but, well, it's in the sorry. planter. Pit. But that's the thing, though. But a lot of times, and, and speaking from my parents, that, you know, they're still together for 50 years, I think. But they should have been divorced, like, 43 oh, my years parents. ago. <laughs> my parents definitely should And it's divorced. funny because, like, you, you just said that as a parent. Like, you're like, oh, how did they know? It's like, I'm, for my parents, they were fighting all the time. And, and, and I know a lot of my friends whose parents are still married that should have been fucking oh, divorced yeah. Yeah. years ago yeah, and yeah. you're like your parents are still together They're like yeah i mean but why like yeah so, so and it doesn't sound like you even had that kind of tension you just had you were just different people yeah um you know there wasn't any outward fighting um 
I mean, over the years, there was a lot of passive aggressive, you know, you tit for tat. Mm-hmm. Um, you start building resentment that way. Oh, oh yeah. and there was a lot of that. Like, you stay out till one. Okay, I'll stay out till one thirty then on my oh, night geez. out. You know, it was yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff. And then um, we kind of got over that when I quit drinking. A lot of that stopped. And then, but it just. You know, we there's nothing clicking. Like, we don't have any of the same interests or opinions on things. Right. And it's very hard to um, share with someone that you know really won't get, get it the same. Or, sure. or you just assume that. And so then at some point you guys stop trying. And that's what we did. We stopped trying. Are you, has this affected your outlook on what marriage is? In other words, if, do you want to get married again? Or have you even thought of something oh, like that? Oh, man, dude. I don't <laughs> even know. I mean, it's so right. new. You know, I'm not even divorced yet. Sure. But um, do I, like, believe in the concept? Is that yeah. what you're asking? I believe that um, it, it depends on the people and the the and the circumstances, because right. yeah. your then, circumstances didn't lend itself for... You know, no, my circumstances didn't lend itself for a six-month relationship, let right. alone a 14-year right. marriage. But, um, yeah. So, you know, it's not a failure in in our eyes, and that's what we're trying to, you know, That's such a great on. way to think of it, yeah. It yeah. isn't. It's well, not no, a failure. of course not. I mean, you have two beautiful kids out of it, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know... And now you can go to Ireland whenever you want because you have to take your daughters to, or your kids to go visit relatives. Well, we do, we would go all yeah. the time, yeah. And it, I got to go and, and see that part of the world and meet those wonderful people. And um, a lot of good came out of it, you know. So no regrets on that. But um, I do think that relationships need to have more than... Uh, sex, a good sex life. I feel like because we had that on a lot of levels, but then when he was, you know, at some point it was like the the pilot light went out for both of us at the same time, and it wow. was just like we could not. And I'm talking recent, like it. We it just, just it yeah. was just there, done. Wow, and it was crazy. I don't know how it happened, and. Finally, this was the kicker. Okay, the kids went away for the weekend, and it was just us two. And we ended up sleeping for 19 hours. You both, your face. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds amazing or, like, maybe you had a fever. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was There's just another. too because we didn't have anything to say. Really? And so then we got up and ate Thai food and then went back to bed. And when we woke up again, I looked at him, and I was like, this is not working. And he was like, yeah. And wow. So you needed a 19 hour nap to be able to be like, okay. Yeah. Because we had this whole weekend together, you know, and, and that's what we did. Yeah. Cause we didn't want to, we didn't ever want to really hang out. It wasn't like we c- couldn't. It was just like, we didn't have. I've seen a Johnny Cash cover band or something. I mean, it got to the point that I love Johnny Cash. I can't even listen to him anymore. Oh, no. and oh we have to get that back for you and at least. And Eamon's the same because he even brought that up first. And I was like, you're right. Like, I skip over it now because it's just, we out, like, played it out. 
because it was all we had, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when we go on car rides to my parents, like, way out west, that's what we would listen to because we would fight otherwise. Like, he would hate what I was listening to, and I hated what he was listening to. And so then we all started putting ear f- headphones on in the car to listen to right. our own styles of music. I mean, so that's you're disconnecting. Fun. There's right? only so much shiny cash out there. Well, I mean, that's so yeah. disconnected <laughs> right, right. and messed up. But it was just like we couldn't. Johnny Cash was the duct tape holding your relationship together. Yes, that? that's <laughs> very well put. Just yeah. About it. I mean, yeah, but no, I mean it was fear and duty yeah. for the most part. Fear, duty, guilt, all those. Those are hard to get by, too. It's hard yeah. to move past those. And well, you yeah. have. So you, so you were in a relationship for 14 years, and now you're uh, on, the, on the verge of not being in a relationship again, and for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Are you scared? Are you hopeful? Or are you just like, you haven't even thought that far ahead? You know, I've, I've thought a lot about that, actually, and... I don't really know at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what I would like eventually, but, um, you know, at this point, I'm just going to let go and see what where I go. But yeah, you, that makes sense. What happens. But you're in, in a great place in your career. And, uh, Thank you. And it, I mean, I'm just saying, like, being someone that's uh, always single and kind of intentionally – does it, does it, do you feel that it allows you to kind of focus on, you know, I'm going to work on my craft now? And have you, have you noticed a change in your ability to kind of focus on, on things like that? Or is it not well, really? Well, you know, I mean, what the, the truth, the truth of the matter is, is like I focus on things that, you know, maybe like are a little too far out for other people I feel like I might be a little too much for people all the time and I need like isolation you know for myself so I do think that it is good the separation is good because I feel um, like I need that time and I feel like people need that time away from uh my intensity, I would suppose. Right. You know, it's not that I'm like evil or something or like abusive physically or crazy person, but I am um, like, you know, a lot to handle, I think, emotionally and just, just to be around. But um, that's what I'm learning. And, and I'm, you know, people are a lot for me to be around too. So... It's, it's helping me with my craft, but right now my craft is like figuring out how to love healthy and love myself and, and demand the respect and boundaries that I deserve and all that jazz, you know? So I'm just doing that. And that's a lot of work. It, it is. is a lot of work. It is. That it's is like, it is my full-time job right now and it's like exhausting. And then I feel like, oh man, I didn't do anything. Well, I painted a picture. I did a little bit. You're taking care you know, of yourself, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. playing the guitar and just like don't know the chords. I'm just like strumming. My neighbors are probably annoyed. <laughs> it's um, an acoustic guitar, live. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. So yeah, as long yeah. as there's not an amp involved, you'll be fine. There will be now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Piss them off. Um, are you, um, 
have you well you haven't gone on any of that you don't even know the app site have you done no, any of those I'm things I'm not yet? I'm not going to I'm going to try I mean I'm sure everyone says I'm not going to do that but I'm going to try not to because okay. I feel like um no that's a bad way to go man Do you <laughs> do you talk about this have you have you started talking about your uh uh break I, on stage or anything yet? Uh, uh, I have a few times, but you know, I was talking to Rena Calm, uh, who's a good friend of all of ours, also yeah, and great comedian. Um, and she was, we were talking about that last night, and she gave me some great advice. And she was like, you know, you don't have to rush into that because I was kind of trying just to like rip that band aid off, which is usually what I do is like just get in there, get in there, man, just. Say it, at least say it once and come back to it, you know, that sort of thing. Sure. And um, so I was doing a lot of that, just ripping the Band-Aids off real quick. And then I'll come back. And I'll circle back it. when I'm, you know, not as raw. But um, she was like, don't do that. <laughs> She's like, just give yourself some time. And she was right. And I needed that. I need people to tell me, tell me what's up, you know. I appreciate that so much. Are you talking about your separation on stage yet? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I was going to say, yeah. I'm, no, but I mean, like, as far as people coming up to you afterwards. And, oh, uh, um, like a few times that I have talked about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and I do feel like um, there's such a, a vibe when you first decide you're, like, free or single in your mind, kind of, that people pick up on and it's like the first two weeks it was crazy like I was getting hit on in like See, hotel that's lobbies that's what, yeah that's yeah. what I was getting at too like if it's, if it's so you have even like when you bring people, it up if, if you don't bring it up it sounds like you were already like people were coming out from yeah. your energy almost it's the energy of free, of like first of all not giving a fuck right if like anyone talks to you or not I think that's the <laughs> main thing it that seems they're like you smelling like, you know you seem like a challenge right yep and then, um, also, I've been working on, you know, trying to be open. And um, so I think that combination was, like, a little too too much. I, I, I kind of had to close it off because it was, like, I felt vulnerable, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're already vulnerable I feel like I'm stage, saying, huh? you know, so much. Sorry. I'm listeners. saying sure every time, like, you know, and I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> You're fine. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, what um, – yeah, that's going to be interesting. Now, I wonder, see, if you do kind of pull off the band-aids and you do start tanking, t- talking about it, I feel like you're going to be dealing with a bunch of shit with people after shows if you are out there talking mm. to people because then that's a, that brings a whole nother can. Like, do you, are you ready to start dealing with people after shows that are hitting on you? And Yeah, you know, weirdly. Um, especially when you're on the road and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, that is a concern of mine. And um, I've had, you know, weirder experiences in the past, even as a married woman, after shows. Um, And, yeah, it's a concern. But also, you know, I don't really, that's part of the reason, not because people hit on me, but because of what I talk about on On stage. stage. People have this notion that they know know you. They can be real, real kind of comfortable comfortable yeah, yeah that's a word for it uh or yeah, crude you, even because i'm crude up there on stage right and then it's like yeah but when i'm off stage and it's just me then when a strange 
guy comes up to me and starts talking about my my pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, whoa, hey, I and don't. They think feel it's cool okay because you just talked about it on stage. Right. And they're like, well, I don't understand, but they don't because they're drunk. The they don't get it. Right. right. They think I'm like That's some character. I'm at, yeah. On stage, you know, you have this this raunchy personality, which, and, but guys don't understand the separation. Yeah. Like, hey, fuck you. You can't. That's my talk fault. To me. Right. Totally. Well, it's not your fault. No, no, it's no, no. Your it's stage persona. Right. I mean, but that is the one that I chose to do. Right. So. You know, what I what I end up doing is because I don't feel like changing what I do up there yet and I don't feel like dealing with them yet. And you shouldn't. Yeah. Then I just bounce, yeah, you know. Yeah, you don't have to stay after this. Yeah, show. no, I don't shake hands, you know. Sometimes I do. I keep saying, you know. Sometimes I do. But if I'm around other comics and yeah. I feel so more safe and yeah. it's all... You know, I, or I feel like it. Yeah. I mean, really, to be honest, I'm not doing it. I, I will never do that out of an obligation because that is a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. You know, if you're if you shaking hands and dead inside, then go home. Right. <laughs> no, I no, I, I, I totally get it. I, I shake hands when I'm dead inside all the time after shows. I'm like, why am I even talking to these people? I didn't even have a good set. Yeah. But you, it's it like makes you feel hustle. bad. No, I do. It does ruin a night in some ways so that makes sense yeah. but for you what I'm saying is you shouldn't have to change what you do on stage no the, the, the common what you're doing is great is saying fuck I don't have to sit around and shake hands if I don't feel like talking to people or yeah. if you feel like you know they're going to be a person that's not going to understand that hey this is my shtick on stage you can't say the word pussy when I'm off stage to me mm-hmm. does that make sense am I right oh I mean I put them in their place yeah. I don't just you know right Still, you know me. Oh, I but, do. <laughs> well, that sounded weird. Uh, no, no. no. Ah! I just mean I've been, I've been to shows where you've literally told people to fuck off. And yeah. it's been the most fun thing to watch. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not. I, I mean, deserve and it. That's a th- I'm not an intimidated, easily intimidated person, and I still feel that way. So imagine a, a, a woman that might not be that aggressive or that, you know, fuck you. Mm-hmm. How that feels to her and how that shapes what she talks about. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. Well, we are out of time. I talked the entire time. Well, saying, that's, you're the guest. Did. You're supposed to. Yeah, that's the hope. Wait, I want to have you back on here. Uh, yeah, a few months into this. Another session. I and like, just see how, see how it's going. It goes. I know this is like so fresh, and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's uh, great. Kristen, where can people uh, find out about you online, or what what stuff do you have coming up where people can catch you? I am doing a monthly show at North Bar in Chicago. It's called Freedom from Concern, and it is a variety show that I'm hosting. It's the last Saturday of every month and at 9 p.m., and it's super fun. Last time we had an alien encounter story slideshow and uh, great comics talking about all sorts of things. Can people come and hear about ghosts? Yes. I've got ghost stories. What about, uh, what about uh, online? Where can, what's your uh, uh, social media stuff where people can find you? Kristen Toobie. Kristen Toomey on everything. Awesome. Just what it says on the, their phone right now. Kristen Toomey on everything. <laughs>
everything. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Kristen. And thanks, Patty, as Thank always, you. for being the voice of reason. My name is Paul Farver. Thanks, Mike, for helping make us sound good. And uh, that's another episode of Singles Only. Mm-hmm.